everybody. It's Thursday, January the 7th, 2016. You are listening to another episode of the Talking Games podcast. My name is Jackie Turner, and tonight I am joined by Mr. Steve Say. Hello. And Mr. Justin Townsend. What's up? How are you doing, guys? Pretty good, pretty good. good. All right. It's so good to be home. Excellent. Yes, we've missed you, Steve. You've been away for the whole holidays. Did you? Up in the great white north. Mm-hmm. We've been warmer down here, so... <laughs> it hasn't been that warm it's lately. Really no, not it's a little chilly today. It's not that different. <laughs> so we have a plan of action tonight. I am misorganized. What is that plan of action, Jackie? Um, tonight we are going to look back at some of our favorite gaming moments of 2015. Favorite games that came out, favorite moments in games, favorite moments playing games with your friends or however it is you like to play games. Um, and once we've done that, we're going to look at the results of the poll that we put up on the TalkingComicBooks.com website uh, for your game of the year. We've had some great feedback from our listeners about what you loved playing last year. And then after that, we're going to look forward instead of backwards. And we're going to look at our most anticipated games of 2016. Just some personal uh, favorites coming up. There's First lots of, of favoriting going on. Oh, there's lots of favoriting because we are positive on this show. Good vibes. <laughs> good vibes. Uh, so first of all, let's catch up with you, Steve. How was your holidays? Okay. I'll tell you how they were, but I'm going to, I promise you this story gets better as it goes along because it starts off real sad. Oh, I, oh, okay. Good. Okay. All right. Let's go. Let's keep thinking positive. Then. I didn't want to, I didn't want to <laughs> warn you because I totally wanted to sideline you when you asked. All right. Me on the do, show. The, do the initial bit quickly. Okay. Okay. And then move on to the good bit. The so, nice bit. So I get in my car. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, my, my, my holidays were strange. I arrived in Canada. I My girlfriend and I are both very impatient about opening gifts and celebrating and doing stuff. So we decided that the night that I got there to do Christmas and our anniversary in one shot. So we did all of the <laughs> gift giving. When did you arrive? Oh, God. I don't even know anymore. The 17th? Isn't it funny, though? As soon as you get to be an adult, you're like... If I want to open my present on the seventeenth, I'm going to damn well open my present on the seventeenth. We're just right? like, like we like we put the the presents under the tree. We took a photo. And we're like, oh, that looks lovely. <laughs> okay, let's rip everything open. Did you have a couple of beers in between that? Yeah, I think we I yeah. think we had a drink or two. So your inhibitions no, no, about I, opening the gifts. I'll get to down. I'll get to the drinking. The, 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 <laughs> I have a, a funny little story about that. Um, so we did our stuff and everything, and it was wonderful. I got some awesome gifts. Um, some of which I'll talk about in a little bit. And, uh, and everything was fine. Everything mm-hmm. was fine. And then uh, I, I get up in the morning. I take a shower. I exit the bathroom to my girlfriend, hysterical, crying. Uh-oh. Why? Why, why? It's the holidays. This is supposed to be a good time. Unfortunately, her uh, aunt and godmother had a heart attack. Oh, no. Now, me, I'm like... You know, oh, she had a heart attack, but she's in the hospital and like they're working on it and everything's right. going to be right. fine, she's right? Fine, right? Like, right? And she goes, "We need to leave for Ottawa." So I'm like, "Okay." So about four, we were supposed to have four days together. That's gone. We got to go all the way to Ottawa. It took us seven and a half hours to get there. And while while I'm recording, we're doing the nominations for the Talking Comics uh, Award podcast stuff, like five podcasts in a row. Her sister-in-law pokes her head in and says, we have to pull the plug. Oh, God. So I did like this half. This is not a happy Christmas story, No, no, no. Story, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So I, I, I half, half the show, I'm like trying to just keep myself together because I loved this woman that, that passed away. And uh, so that happens. Christmas Eve. I'll skip to Christmas Eve. We wake up in the morning. No power. 
a windstorm had knocked out a transistor. This is like the, the entire, suckiest Christmas ever. The so entire far. county went out. We didn't get power back until 8.45 p.m. with a house full of about 20-some-odd people, family members, by candlelight. <laughs> Opening gifts and eating instead of the pulled pork, the roast, and all the shit that needed electricity. No, crackers and cheese <laughs> and like deli meats. It was delicious, but that's not the point. Um, Tell me there's a happy ending. Like you I'll promised fast, a happy ending. I'm getting there. I'm getting there right now. <laughs> fast forward to New Year's. Okay, we're we're back in London, and it's our three year anniversary. Yay! We decided to just stay inside because 2015 has sucked <laughs> right. for the both of us. Okay. And we decided that we're going to watch the Fantastic Four movie. Why? Yeah, why? Of all t- 2015 sucks. Let's finish it off a little more sucky. I hadn't seen it. I hadn't seen it. And, and you'd I, heard it was great? No, I heard it was one of the worst movies exactly. ever made. <laughs> but we decided to go online and we actually looked up a drinking game. And we had two bottles of champagne and a whole bunch of beers and other things. Within a half hour of the movie, we were down a whole bottle of champagne, <laughs> and right. we were we were pretty rocked. If you're gonna watch it, that's the way to watch it, right? I'm gonna go on record as saying that it is, and I'm I'm a person who purposefully seeks out bad movies because a I enjoy making fun of them and and doing mystery science theater uh, three thousand style stuff. But uh, Jackie, I was talking, I was looking at her while I was talking. That's completely messed me up. She's gone. She just ran away. All right, up, go to podcast dog. So, okay, on the record, it is one of the top three worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Wow. I hated every moment of it. It's offensive, <laughs> just just as movies. Hey, you're talking to the person that's seen Showgirls three times, <sighs> so I, I get you. I hear nah. your love for bad movies. Nah, yeah. But, but like, when you find those ones, live... Uh, die Hard and Live, live Free and Die Hard. Live Free and Die Hard, that, yeah. Yeah, The one with Jay, uh, Jay Courtney in it. Yeah. Couldn't get through it. I knew sucks. it was bad, but yeah, it's like just, oh, it's, it was so bad I couldn't get through it because it made me really, really angry. And that's what this is. Try, yo, like, try, it's that bad. Try Fantastic Four. It is so much worse than both of the older movies combined. Wow. It is worse on, on just, it's unprecedented. <laughs> and I'm, Fantastic Four is my favorite superhero team. I love them. This is right. coming from a place right. of, you know, whatever. But just as a as a person who studies and reviews movies and stuff like that for a job, this movie fucking sucked. <laughs> Get to the good part. Yeah, where's the happy ending to this story? Is it you both very, very drunk agreeing how much it sucked? Yes. <laughs> no, no. We we watched a bunch of other really cool stuff after that. Right. Um, I saw a movie called Anomalisa, which was a, a stop-motion animated film from the guy that did Being John Malkovich, oh, awesome. uh, okay. Charlie Kaufman. Yeah. It was one of the most disturbing movies I'd ever seen, <laughs> but I positively loved it. Cool. Um, and I saw Star Wars. Oh, uh, me too. Yes. Yeah, oh, you saw good. it? Yeah, eventually. Uh, I finally got around to see um, it. About time. Yeah. But ending my story, I come back from Canada, I'm home, and within the first couple of days, um, I told you guys about it earlier, but I've been, like, I've been offered uh, more job opportunities at my job and kind of like grooming me forward and, and just... 2016 is off to a really good start in cool. regard to getting stuff done. There's a lot of behind the scenes stuff happening, right. you know, and uh, I'm excited. So, uh, yeah, my holidays were were a bag of shit. I got a good story for you. Yeah. Yeah. Justin, I'm going to tell that story. 
Really? The story. Are you really going to do oh, it? It's, Can it's, I do it for you? No, it's an amazing story. You have to no, because you weren't there. If you were there, it would be very inappropriate. It was. If I was there, it would have been really weird. Oh, it's I'd be bad. looking at you really funny it's, right now. <laughs> it's bad. So to set the scene, Jay and Luke both went uh, away for Christmas. Yeah. So in the house, it's just me and my eighteen-year-old stepson, Cam. Right. So one day we we have to go up to the college to get him enrolled. We do that. We come home, and Jay FaceTimes us. So we're in the kitchen. My iPad is like propped up so we can both see him and we're talking to him. And then Cam says, I'm going to go take a shower because I'm going out. Like, okay. So he goes and takes a shower. And Jay says to me, send me a pic. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, go on. Send me a pic. I've been here on my own for a week. Oh, one of those. One of those. Right? right. So I'm like, oh, all right. I said, but Cameron's home. He's like, just go in the bathroom and send me a pic. This story is like, never not amazing. Oh, it's honestly, like my 10th time hearing it. You think it's bad. It gets worse and worse and worse as it goes on. So I was like, all right, fine. So I go down the little steps in my kitchen into the little bathroom off the side. And I take a picture of my boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and I text it to Jay. And as I text it to Jay, I hear Cameron coming out of the shower walking through the kitchen down past the bathroom into his room in the basement. So I wait for him to go. I come out of the bathroom and as I come out of the bathroom and I look into the kitchen, I realize I've left my iPad on, oh, on the text message screen, my which is now proudly displaying a huge picture of my boobs. Holy <laughs> shit, really? Oh yes, I... Honestly, I wanted to die. It's like the closest I've come to actually feeling like I want to die right now. There is no way in hell he didn't see it. We're being very British about it and just not talking about it and pretending it didn't happen. However, when he left that night to go see his girlfriend, I was like, just be careful driving, trying not to make eye contact. And as I looked up, he winked, pointed at me and walked out laughing. So I'm pretty sure he saw. Oh, he totally saw. Oh, my God. I I still to this day, I'm actually blushing talking about it now. I couldn't believe it. I mean, that is that step parenting 101 right there. (laughs) The problem is, is that it's never going to go away. No. Jay said to me, because for one thing. I'm normally very careful about this kind of thing. And I have a rule about not having my boobs and my face in the picture. Because then there's always plausible deniability. You can say, that's not my boobs. That's someone else's boobs. So the picture didn't have my face in it. So Jay was like, maybe he just thinks it's somebody else's boobs that just popped up on the screen. It's like, no, because that's the sweater I'm wearing right now. Right there at the top of the screen. (laughs) That's my sweater. So it's very clear it's my boobs. So yeah, I'm just dying. You got to right be now. careful about that stuff. You're a celebrity now. Somebody's gonna find a picture of you on Facebook at the oh beach, and they're gonna start like doing that yeah. red pen connect the dots. Like she's got a, a little beauty mark right here. It's totally her. Oh, I was dying. I was absolutely dying. Holy! Yeah. Oh my god, that's funny. Yeah. So that that was my holiday. <laughs> I'm still trying to get over that one. I just remember, she te- she texted me immediately after and says, "You will not believe what I just did." Was the <laughs> yeah. iPad unlocked? Yeah, and I'd been texting Jay because we'd got cut off on FaceTime. So I was in the middle of texting him, "Hey, got cut off." So when he called back, I'd forgotten it was on text on the text screen, and I'd gone into the bathroom without locking it. So it was just open, and as I texted it to him, it was the same conversation, like on the iPhone as it was on the iPad. Did he so have time to steal ping. it? 
Like make a copy of it? No, he walked straight through. But there is, I mean, it was, it's, you know how big the old iPads are? And it's propped up, like standing up on the counter, like a TV screen. Like there's no way in hell he did not see my boobs. Portrait style. Oh my oh God. Oh my Jackie. I was like, at least they're just boobs. Like it wasn't anything downstairs. And just so last good. week, Bobby was saying like, what a great parent you are. I know, right? I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I was dying. I think that might be your best story so far on this podcast. Yeah, there is just, I seriously, I still surprise myself sometimes. I told her it's like, only a matter of time before they end up on Twitter now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Like, I was accidentally yeah. trying to send DM and now everybody on my feed <laughs> got there's my a boobs. Good little, there's a good little epilogue to the story, which is Jay going, oh no, that's terrible. Maybe it, he didn't see. Maybe he thinks of someone else's. And then after a couple of minutes of trying to make me feel better, he finishes with, can I go use the picture now? <laughs> okay, fucking kidding me. <laughs> You don't have never, I, I don't think I've ever done that. Really? No. Well, Justin was also laughing at me because he's like, that's like so weird that your boyfriend actually like, you know, jerks had, off to you. I had an oh, ex-girlfriend me? who, uh, an ex-girlfriend who was drunk and she was IMing me um, back when people actually did that <laughs> online. Yeah. It was like begging me for a picture to show her friend. Right. And it was like, what the, like what? <laughs> that's really weird. That's yeah. like. That is very weird. Yeah, it was uh, it was really weird. Jay got me really good once where I had to take my text off so I don't get like the preview picture pop up in the lock screen because we had an argument and he thought the best way to get me out of my bad mood was to send me a dick pic as I was walking around Costco, which I'm pretty sure about three or four people saw because it popped up on my screen. <laughs> I've really got to be more careful with technology. <laughs> yeah, so happy holidays. <laughs> Full frontal nudity. It's never not great. You haven't even heard about my new year yet. You should send me the picture. We'll use it for the, the podcast. Photo. <laughs> <laughs> I just put like some black, a black stripe I'll put across a black the middle. Yeah. over it. We're cool. I've known you for a long time. We're like so, family. I'm very surprised you haven't seen my boobs yet in that just, case. Just think of me as a doctor. <laughs> yeah. It just got very weird. <laughs> it did. I'm, ba- I'm back. Oh, it yeah. always gets weird. Yeah. New year was spectacular. Did you have a good time? Oh my God. I, I think so. I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> I don't remember. Apparently, Jack Daniels and ginger makes me black out, which I didn't realize because I hadn't drunk it before now. But yeah, I have. Uh, I don't remember a lot of New Year. I have blisters on my feet and bruises all over, my, all over one leg for some reason. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I walked all the way to Patchogue train station and back again because all the I way. Reme- yeah, I remember being at the train station and then I remember being home. And at some point at two o'clock in the morning, the next morning I looked at my phone and I texted Jay saying, where are you at two o'clock in the morning? So I'd like lost track of Jay. And then I'm pretty sure we just paid a random person to drive us home because it definitely wasn't a taxi. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, we're on on Main Street at 2.30 in the morning and we couldn't get a taxi. And this guy pulled up and was like, hey, you need a ride? We're like, all right. And got in. So I'm still alive. But that's, you know, a cautionary tale. <laughs> I once gave a guy named Freddie Fingers a ride from a Taco Bell to his to his place in Mastic. Mm. He paid me by giving me a subwoofer that he retrieved from the woods across the house <laughs> that I dropped him off at. That is a wow. true story. I'm not making this up. Yeah. Trouble, trouble. So yeah, so I'm having a dry January after after that because holy cow. I I went out with uh Man Cave, Mr. Man Cave, Jeff. And uh, he remembers all of it, apparently. So that's always a little worrying. But yeah, there's there's large, large portions of New Year the, I just the, do not remember. Jeff oh. is slowing down. 
You'd think so, but bit. no, no, he was puking all night apparently. <laughs> Saw him the next day. Oh, and also I woke up the next morning in bed with just a sweater on, but it wasn't the sweater I was wearing on I went out. And that's it, just the sweater. And I have no idea how I ended up with just a sweater on. <laughs> no See? undergarments, just a sweater? <laughs> Nothing apart from a sweater. Fantastic. And Jesus again, fuck. not the one I was actually wearing. I must have got it out the drawer at some Remind point. Remind me to always let you know when I'm going to come over. <laughs> It, well, that's my first thought. It was, holy shit, why am I just wearing a sweater? Please tell me it wasn't because I was wandering around the house and thought I'd dress myself decently. <laughs> so, Karen, yeah. you're going to be in there long. Mm. <laughs> yep. My New Year's resolution is a dry January, which almost went very badly wrong because I woke up on New Year's Day and had Baileys on my coffee. I was like, shit. Yeah, I know. You didn't drink nearly that much at my house. Oh, I should have let okay. you, though. Because I was driving. I didn't have to drive on New Year. Mm. It was out of control. Oh, and it was also an open bar. But the ticket was $95. Oh, so my I God. To, I had decided I had to drink $95 worth of liquor. So I did. <laughs> God. It was fun, though. Justin, how I've, was your week? Is it better than boobs and blackouts? I can't even remember it. Uh, <laughs> For a different Did I do anything? No. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so at all. Nothing exciting. Nothing at all. <laughs> oh, I watched The Martian. Oh, Ooh, me too, actually. It took to, we started that movie on New Year's Eve at 8.30, and we finished at 1.15 in the morning. <laughs> Do not have children. Yeah, exactly. Right. Did you like it? Yeah, I thought it was great. The book was better, obviously, but it was, it was mm-hmm. really good. And then the rest of the time, it was just spent really just hanging out at home and doing nothing. Next weekend, I'm going away for the night uh, with my wife. Cool. And we're just leaving the children. It was like did pretty you, much did like you a. Tell anyone, or you just decided you're both just gonna up and leave. I think we're just up and leaving. <laughs> no, we have like we we got babysitters for like a couple of different babysitters to last for like a full day. Right. And uh, going anywhere nice? No, we're going to like Port Jeff to stay at Danford's, and we're like I bought an Apple TV, and we're watching Netflix like the entire day. <laughs> but oh you're God. not gonna get woken up by children. I'm not gonna get That's woken up by point. children. I'm gonna yep. be able to watch finish Jessica Jones, <laughs> and watch a couple of movies. Isn't that amazing? Once you have kids, you literally you will book a hotel room just so you can do nothing and that actually is, do nothing. That is actually the whole point of what we're doing. Prediction: yeah. You fall asleep at eight thirty. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, I, I I'm sure it will Prediction, happen. Prediction: Nine months from now, Finn gets a younger brother. No. <laughs> absolutely not that will never happen <laughs> he's so adamant about this no way <laughs> finn literally crapped up to his neck today oh, oh my god. god oh my god right i really didn't need that when it all comes like up the back of the diaper to his neck yeah to his yeah. neck oh that's disgusting right children they're disgusting. Exactly. I and actually then, yeah. wrote that in, in one of my things for Chopla. It goes up tomorrow. I'm serious. Children are disgusting. I was, talk- I was talking about the Peanuts movie and, and just how how like messed up it is to be a kid. Yeah. It really is. Like You think adults have problems? Kids have problems. That's true. Anyway. But they have adults to sort their problems out. That's the difference. I was not sorting this problem out. I was... L- <laughs> Really? Literally screaming. If I shit up to my neck, I'd want somebody to sort me out. Exactly. What do I do? I was looking Strip at him like- Strip him and hose him down. That's what you Yeah, do. but like, of course, he was on the changing table and like there is no pad there. So it was like, the, the, I just picked up everything and threw it in the garbage. <laughs> like all of this is now contaminated. Goodbye. Exactly. Somebody left a diaper, a shit filled diaper no. in the parking lot outside of the rest stop that I stopped out <gasps> a few days See, ago. who does that? I don't right? know. I don't know who does that. It was everywhere. Ugh. All right, you know what? Let's let's move on, shall we? Because this has gone so far off the rails sure. again. Let's get back on the rails. I'd say eighty-five percent of it was my fault, to be boobs. fair. But yeah, boobs and blackouts. Um, 
all right, so let's actually talk about some games we've played since this is the Talking Games podcast. I is can't it? tell you I'm how many sure. times, how many times we've said that sentence. <laughs> let's talk about some games we've played. Justin, why don't you go first? Have okay. you played much this week? Um, actually, yeah, I, I've played a, a decent amount of stuff. Um, I guess I'll, I'll, a lot of the same stuff I've been playing. Uh, messed around more at Disney Infinity. Mm-hmm. Band sent me to Toys R Us to get formula for Finn. I came home with four more Disney Infinity figures. They were having a sale. <laughs> That's how it happens. I exactly. have now Kylo Ren, Hulkbuster uh, from 3.0, and then like the 1 and 2.0 figures were 50% off. So I have oh. Donald Duck and Captain America. You, didn't you say last week you were looking for Kylo Ren? Yes, and I finally found Excellent. him. Uh, so I messed around with that a little bit more. I don't remember if I mentioned that Darkwing Duck is my sidekick now, but he is. I think how he did. did you get Darkwing Duck in that game? I have no idea. He's he my must, sidekick. He must have been like one of the little like bubble things. Yeah, he's find. a he's a tiny little dude that's like, he's not like a full-formed figure that follows you around. He's like one of those tiny little okay. square dudes that follow you around, but it's Darkwing Duck and he throws ninja stars. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, so messed around with that a little bit more. Steve, you played Disney Infinity? Oh, you yeah. have that? Yep. What's your favorite character? There's so many. Um, My favorite character? Yeah. I f- I if you had to pick one, gun to your head. Jesus. <laughs> um, Jesus isn't available to Toys R Us. Actually, uh, now that I think about it, I really enjoyed being either Thor or Iron Man. I thought that one of the things that uh, 2.0 had actually gotten right was the flying. Mm-hmm. It was a really good time. the The first one, it was kind of wonky when you were playing as uh, the Incredibles and stuff. But yeah, some of the the superheroes are uh, a lot of fun, particularly the flying ones. Sweet. Baymax is where it's at. Yeah, I have him too. The big like mech one. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. And Carlo Ren. I haven't Live got to, to play. To I haven't got to play him yet. <gasps> really? Yeah, he's still unopened. Oh, because I haven't got to play the star. That, yeah, I, well. I haven't played it since then. So the oh, next time I boot okay. it up, I'll throw him on there and I'll max him out. I went online and tried some of their like arcade stuff and uh, mm-hmm. went to, like one level where it was like a Splatoon level. So you just run around painting everything cool. against other people. Right. And uh, some Spider-Man walked up and tried to beat me up. And uh, my Ray showed uh, showed him where it's at. <laughs> How is 3.0 is like as a game? Fun. Is it? Yeah. I, I, I played just a little bit of 2.0 and thought it was like it was okay. And I mentioned this last week, but I think that the 3.0 stuff... Um, the Twilight of the Republic one is uh, is pretty good, hmm. awesome. and now I have the Force Awakens ones, which I, I've like just barely started, but How? it's uh, it's it's fun. How's the mission structure? Because the mission structure of two was garbage. Um, like picking up dumpsters and and walking them a, a short distance, and then having to put them down to fight off three guys, and then pick it up and walk it over. I haven't done anything like that. Right, Mostly, I've just been on. like whacking dudes with lightsabers. It's yeah. pretty cool. And they make lightsaber noises also cool. They did a really good job in 2.0 making the superheroes feel not so super. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I played so little of 2.0, but like the little bit I played, I was like, I just did not feel inclined to ever go back to it. Mm-hmm. But I have all those figures, though. And they have the, the new Marvel one that's coming. I know they have like another event, like a big Marvel Avengers one coming. Cool. Cool. Uh, Anything else? Yeah, I played a couple more things. Um, I got into de- back into Destiny last night a little bit. Tried uh, doing the hard the uh, hard raid on Crota, uh, not Crota, sorry, Oryx. Oryx. We got up to Oryx um, on the reset night, so that's good. So we have the rest of the week to try and beat him. Uh, what else? Uh, more yep. Need for Speed. Lots of Need for Speed, really? actually. Yeah. So su- it really surprises me that you're that into that game. I'm really not into it's it at all. It's never struck me as the kind of game that you'd enjoy. Well, that's like the type of racer I like, is those like super mm-hmm. arcadey ones, but mostly it's just me doing everything I can to crash into Nick as, <laughs> just as, much, as, as, as much as possible. I'm like, I now have a, an Aventador, which is like, 
on the end of the car, in, uh, excuse me, in the game, it's the second most expensive car. Mm-hmm. And I started one night with like $300 and I ended that night with Nick um, with like 95000 Right. And so that, that night, like he had just, he's been playing nonstop, nonstop. And so I was like, I need to catch up with you. I need to start winning some races. So we would race against, you can like, it, it's an open world and you can race like I like I have to go do this mission race. You can come with me. I can invite just him, or I can invite everybody who's in that world. Okay. And if I do, if I do neither, I'm just uh, facing computers. So I can invite Nick to help me beat the computers. So we did that a lot. Where I we were, we were playing races that were like just too hard for me. Like pr- probably my car couldn't keep up because right. I refused to put any money into it. <laughs> and so he was racing around in this like souped up Porsche, just smashing into everything. So I could pass everybody. <laughs> so that, I mean, that was fun. And then at other That's points, good, a little team strategy. Yeah. Other points, uh, he was doing a separate race than I was. And I was just in the open world and I was driving along doing something. And I noticed on my mini map, I could see his icon coming. And so I was coming to the end of the street, which would merge onto his street. And the timing could not have been any more perfect. <laughs> Where he comes as he's passing right in front of me, I just T-bone him as like doing 140, <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, buddy!" And then he just crashed and wiped immediately and <laughs> lost that race. Move. Yeah, that, but that's basically all I do in that game. <laughs> Steve, have you ever got into those games? Um, I had Need for Speed. What the hell, Rivals, mm. the first one that on the PS4. No, I had that Most one. Wanted. You tried yes. that one. Yeah, Most I Wanted. I think oh it was. Yeah, that game is so good. This one's not as good as that one. Mm. Most Wanted was fun. Yeah. I'm like, I I always like messing around with those games a little bit by myself, but if I can get like one or two people to play with me, it's it's usually just a good time for laughs. Mm-hmm. I'm always blown away by the the graphics in some of those racing games. Yeah, like this thing looks great. I, I think Rivals was better because it had more environments, but this thing is all at night, and the second dawn starts, it just skips right back to night. It's like the, the, right. the day part of the game is just not there, <laughs> uh, but it looks real nice. What was that racing game from Rockstar that came out for like Midnight the PS2? Club. Yeah. When's the last time they made one of those? A long time. They also made a tabletop game, a tabletop tennis game. So they do weird things sometimes. Hmm. That game is actually really good. They haven't done anything since Grand Theft Auto. No, they just do Grand Theft Auto, and the the big rumor is that there's another Red uh, Red Dead coming. Oh, I never did finish. Neither did I. I don't. Well, I I don't. I, I wish they would go to something else. I don't need another Red Dead right now. I don't it's need been another a while. open world game right now. That's mm-hmm. my pro- I don't need another open world game right now. Get used to it. That's, That's all problem. we're going to be getting know, for a long too time. Too much. Too much. Uh, what else? Speaking of open world, uh, actually, I'll skip that one because I know that you've played that one as well. Uh, I played... Um, you played a little bit more Nuclear Throne, right? I played a little bit more Nuclear Throne. Still terrible. Uh, <laughs> You're but, terrible at it or yes. it's terrible? No, I'm terrible at it. Okay. Uh, I keep thinking I'm getting better, but no. <laughs> I'm too impatient. And uh, last night I downloaded um, Hardware Rivals, which is the new PS Plus game. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I played maybe like an hour of it. Uh, it just came out yesterday. It's a weird little thing. It's kind of reminiscent to Twisted Metal in some ways. It's a car combat game, um, but it's more structured, I'll say, than Twisted Metal. Uh, there's pickups in the world that you can use for, you know, missiles and bombs and all that stuff. You have Jeeps and tanks uh, to start with. Like, there's four vehicles that you can pick. Two of them are Jeeps, two of them are tanks. You could pick different skins and different drivers and all that stuff. Um, but what you use, use the right analog stick to actually like move the turret on the top of your vehicle around. So you're driving and aiming while shooting instead of just like if wherever your car is facing is where the missile goes. 
So you have like a, a that's a, like one more function that I can cope with. Yeah, yeah, it, that it's was kind <laughs> of my thing with that game. Yeah, I uh, it, it takes a little bit to get used to, but when you get the hang of it, it's not that bad. So like the first couple of games There's I played, some, I was bad, yeah. and then the last game I played last night, me and Nick cleaned up pretty well. It's similar to the uh, ship combat in Assassin's Creed Black Flag. That takes a little while getting used to it. It's the same thing. That's you, a good. That's you actually, need to have the ship going in one direction, so your broadside cannons are actually firing at a right angle to where the ship's going. I thought the I, I played it a little bit last night. I played it for maybe a half hour, and I thought the the controls the control scheme was a little bizarre in that they. I mean, normally the R two is accelerate, but having the gun on R one on R one like. I almost found myself using my middle finger. Yep, that's what for I was the doing. Acceleration mm-hmm. and then my pointer finger for the the gun. Technically, that's the way that some people play games is they use your pointer and your middle, right. and they keep it on those two buttons. I, I knew a guy who played every game like that, especially shooters. But like doing doing that and then positioning like the other the pinky and ring fingers like almost underneath the controller and moving the right analog to to aim all at the same time was like, I was it, like what the. Originally, I tried to change the control uh, control scheme. Uh, you can actually make X the uh, the throttle. Like if you hit X, it's default as throttle as well. Okay. Uh, but then I found using X was weird because then I'd have to get up to my main gun. So like I was like I I can do this. I'm just I'm gonna be holding gas most of the time anyway. So I just kept that one finger there on the gas, the middle finger, and then the other uh, the pointer used R one. And like after a while, I kind of just got used to it. How'd you do with the targeting? Because I like driving past things and having to swivel around and not being able to see what's in front of me. And- I tried to keep everybody at a distance. Okay. And so I started using the tank, and I was like, oh, the tank is much stronger than the Jeep. It favorite? should be, but it's your, just uh, it's a little bit slower. What's your favorite weapon? Uh, the, the heavy missile. So there's these missiles that you could pick up, and like in Twisted Metal in a super similar way, different things have uh, different properties. So there's like this one like cluster missile, which will shoot like a whole bunch of like little little missiles that do damage, you know, a whole bunch of damage. There's an EMP one uh, that like turn off your engines. Then there's this one that like you have to lock them, lock onto them, and then it's pretty much just like a one shot. It like goes up in the air like a mortar, and then just lands right on top of them. Okay. Uh, and then as you're playing, you're getting different levels, and then your character, your like your your car, your character, whatever. If you go into the character models, there's upgrades, and then you can kind of like upgrade your vehicle for like faster targeting and things like that. I haven't gone through the whole list yet. Like I said, I've only spent like an hour with it, and I think it's I think it's fun. You know, it's free on Plus right now, so if like you used to like car combat games, I say give it a shot. Okay. Did you grab uh, Grim Fandango too? I ha- I put it in my cart, but I haven't started downloading it yet. Uh, and the last thing I, that I spent a ton of time with was Just Cause. And I like that game a lot. Uh, it's systems that we talked about last week, where it's constantly trying to log you back into Square servers, are really annoying. Um, right. if you Steve, get... you played this as well. Yeah, I played it. Is it kicking you offline all the time? I actually I booted it up the night before last and. In trying to introduce me into the game, it was just spinning, 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 yep. spinning, spinning, and nothing, nothing was happening. And I'm like, it didn't even give it the option to play it offline. Weird. Yeah. Um, that game is buggy as hell. It is. It's also amazing. Uh, there are so many like different ways that you can play that game. Actually, I take that back. There's one way to play the game: blow everything up. But there's different ways that <laughs> you can go about. Just to the wall, right? <laughs> you can. But there's different ways that you can go about doing it, and right. it's like. I've always like listened to people talk about like PC games where it's like, oh, you can use like the physics in this game really interestingly, and uh, it's the same thing here. So uh, I'm at a point in the game now where I just rode a giant missile. I like I cowboyed it and rode it 
which is pretty cool. <laughs> okay. uh, are you up to that part, Steve? No. Okay. It's not a spoiler. He usually rides missiles. <laughs> like uh, you do. Uh, so basically there's like, you know, it's like I said last week, it's like a Far Cry game where you're going, you're clearing bases, and then you're doing, you know, main storyline missions where, you know, you're doing some fun blowing stuff up. And then the upgrades are tied into these like objective things that you could do. So every time you take over a base, a new objective thing pops up where it's either you're going to be flying or driving a boat and it's like more stars that you get or cogs, whatever they are. You start unlocking mods for the thing, uh, for the game. So like you start with regular grenades. Now I have homing grenades from doing just these random destruction missions. So I throw a grenade out and it instantly homes to like the closest person. Uh, There's these mines that you get that you can stick down on the ground and they would normally explode. But these are rocket mines. So you stick them on the back of cars (laughs) and then you press it and now the boosters go off. So the car starts flying into bases and then acts as like a moving bomb. Oh, sweet. All right. So I had just complete chaos. It's it's like it's chaotic. Um, What I'm really enjoying is I I just have this thing with those type of games where it's like I just clear out whatever area I'm in. So I've cleared out their like the main island that you start on and the two islands underneath it are completely like under my control. Mm -hmm. Cleared all the bases. And it doesn't get at all repetitive. It's super repetitive. But for me, it's like it's weird. Like if people were like, I'm just doing the same thing over and over. I could totally understand that. Right. But it's weird like with me in these games. Like I kind of just think of it as like a little mental checklist. Like I'm taking one of these out and like I don't know. It feels like busy work but it's relaxing for me and it gives you enough options as to how to do it that doing the same so there is there's a couple trophies that i was going for so one of them was to clear an entire base like uh, like there's settlements and then there's bases so it's clear a whole base without firing a like without using any weapon to blow up any of the chaos instruments so chaos instrument might be like a generator or a fuel tank or a satellite or these big things so there's these two giant smokestacks that I got I have to bring down and I can't use my rocket launcher or any grenades to do it. So I'm trying to figure out like how the hell am I gonna how am I gonna do this? So a vehicle starts pulling up, an enemy vehicle, and I was like, aha. So I shot a tether at the vehicle while it was driving and then immediately shot the other end of it up on the not the fuel tank, um smokestack. Right. And then immediately started recalling uh pulling the tether in. Right. And so the car just went up in the air and smashed into the into the uh the Very smokestack. Clever. But it didn't da- it didn't do enough to bring it down. But I think right. like I kept thinking like, all right, well, that's stuck there, and I have two more that I can use. Because uh, the more you play, you start unlocking. You start with two. Now I have four. Right. So I'm like, let me take the two, the top of these two that are right next to each other, tether them together, and then pull them close. So I just kept kept like kept pulling them close to letting them go, pulling them close, to letting them go, and then I figured like once they were like pretty bent, <laughs> I started taking the car and then. Just dropping the car and then tethering it immediately to the other one, letting it swing in and then bounce back and forth between all of them. While this is happening, I'm being shot at by everybody. But I was you have just about to say, so did, did much, no one like no one was like, "Hey, what's he doing you have, over there?" You have so much health. So eventually, I would just turn around and throw one of my home uh, one of my homing grenades at somebody, and then the car would still be tethered up there. I wouldn't have to worry about it. So eventually, it's all going great and fine, and. Uh, they collapse and then they collapse into these other fuel tanks that were sitting there. Right. They blow up and the smokestacks fall on top of a tank that was coming <laughs> after me. And that blew up. <laughs> You're like, yay. And then it goes ding and pops your trophy. Yeah. That one was, that one took a while. And now there's one where it's like, I've got to, I've got to clear out a base without uh, leaving a vehicle. And I'm not, I just unlocked a tank that I can use. Cause the first tank you oh, unlock will, okay. will get taken down pretty quickly by, you know helicopters right. and stuff so that's gonna be the next thing i'm working on but yeah All like right. it's a stupid game where you're, you're 
flying around on a wingsuit, smashing your head at like three or four hundred miles an hour, it feels like, into the side of mountains. And he's just like, all right, I'm good. Steve, what's your impression of this game? Not that. <laughs> well, you're early on, right? You said you only yeah. Only I'm I'm earlier on. Um, I've had some fun with it, but I've I've gotten into that frustrated zone with it where I feel like it's very repetitive in mm-hmm. the things that I'm doing, and I'm just not good enough at the movement in the game to really make anything too spectacular happen. Right. A lot of cool stuff happens by accident, but like the, you don't feel like you're in control of it as as such. The control scheme is weird. It takes a little bit to get used to. The tethering and kind of like pulling yourself to give yourself more lift and like when I get it, when I get it going, it's really satisfying. It's really enjoyable. But sometimes something is so far away that like I'll zip line and I'll tether and it just my parachute's already out and I'm just coasting ever so slowly. Oh, so I then lose... what you immediately should do is just hop hit triangle, hop right back in the wingsuit. And then you yeah. could get there faster, and then you could tether yourself to the ground and pull yourself along. Mm-hmm. So you can continually fly in that game. Yeah, I've been doing that. So like, what I found out is like, if I want to get somewhere in a hurry really quick, is I just immediately like, say I'm on the road. You know, I'll throw my tether out as far as it can possibly go, and it will start pulling you there. Halfway mm-hmm. there, I just throw up, I throw up my parachute, which immediately gives you like a 13 foot boost into the air, and then let go of that immediately, go right into wingsuit, mm-hmm. and then like. If you're coming in too low for a mountain, same thing. Like you just use you use the parachute to just boost yourself up a bit and then wingsuit yeah. and tether. Like you could string those things together now. So now I found out a way where I feel like Spider-Man is like if I'm climbing a really tall structure, mm-hmm. you know, I can't get to the top in one shot. But like I'll start tethering myself all the way up as far as I could go and then just let go, kind of like spin and then shoot it again and keep doing that. And you can like you can climb structures in an incredibly fast way once you kind of get used to the controls. How's the frame rate for you? good and and bad until no like i i think it's really like sometimes it's fine sometimes there's massive amounts of explosions going on and i have no slowdown and other times it'll it'll slow down like a, a, a tiny bit it's not the worst game i've seen with frame rate especially for everything that's happening on the screen yeah but it's not going to run as well as it does on a pc like you know there are noticeable differences in like this game and say like a far cry game because you're yeah. doing so much more in this game than you could do in a far cry game mm-hmm um, yeah, no, like it's, a, I think it's a good time. It's a sandbox game. I've com- been completely ignoring whatever main quest line exists in the game. I've done maybe the first or second mission mm-hmm. and then kind of just started taking over areas. Like I've taken over a bunch of settlements and bases and stuff like that. And that's pretty much all I've been doing. So maybe it's my own fault that it's becoming oh, it's gonna repetitive. Get, yeah, yeah, it's it's the I, same I think, thing over and yeah, over. I think with all that. of these games, yeah. I do the same thing. Assassin's Creed was always the one for me where it was clear out the area, do everything I could, then mm-hmm. move on. But there comes a certain point where to get all those upgrades, you've got to get through the story missions. Yeah. You know, and I think sometimes you just got to learn when to move on and, yeah. you know, suck it up and actually have to do some of the story. <laughs> they're just like, I mean, they're, I'm... I've, I've hit a point in, and it, it's probably through doing the show and stuff like that, but like, A, I have at least like seven games on deck mm-hmm. right now, which yeah. is my own fault. I had, I do that all the time where I get distracted by something else and I'm, oh, let me just try right. it. And then I get hooked on that and I'm playing quite literally like five or seven games right now and it, it kind of needs to stop. But games that I've been anticipating or large games. Yeah that I just haven't been feeling, I've been kind of walking away from and not right. going back to them. I think I have the same trouble with um, like Fallout I'm struggling to get back into. And, and I yeah. think my main problem is that 
none of these games you can play for an hour and feel like you did anything. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. Unless you got like a nice, you know, Skyrim. The only reason I got so into Skyrim is because I wasn't working at the time and I could sit down and play for six hours. And even that was hardly a dent, in it, you know. And I think that's the problem with the open world ones. You see, but this one doesn't, I, I think in an hour you can make a dent. Right. Because you're just you can go around and just clear as many settlements as you can, and yeah, I would agree with that. You can, you know, basically. Last night I needed to clear like four or five more settlements on that. Like that, it's a it's a massive game. So like the island I'm on is huge, and then you scroll up on the map, and you're like, oh, this island above me is twice the size of this mm-hmm. one. But I was just flying over the entire island without ever touching the ground, looking for you know water towers or like. Um, antenna towers where it's like oh that's a base i haven't taken yet i would scoop down there it would take me 30 seconds with my rocket launcher right. blow everything up get back up in the air and go right steve <laughs> <laughs> you're finding something very amusing. something something just popped into my head i was listening you might want to go on to the cloud that all of your photos are oh, uploaded to go back to that and yeah. delete it from the cloud oh, no i, I just, was i was deleting it from every place i could think to delete it Apart from, apparently, my iPad. Take this from somebody who just about three months ago sent something to somebody that they were not supposed to send. <laughs> it was fine. They were totally cool. But, oh, my God, I nearly died. <laughs> well, can't, as, can't be as embarrassing as mine. Ah, I don't want to know. No, right, I don't yeah, want to know. carry on. <laughs> I don't want to know. All right. So, um, Steve, you've got a whole ton of stuff you've played since yeah. you, because we haven't talked to you in a while. So, I'm quickly going to get mine out of the way because I really don't have much. Um, I played some more of uh, Leo's Fortune, that weird little side-scrolling 2D platformer. It's kind of annoying. It's cute, but annoying. I don't even know what that is. It uh, it's, it was like $3 in a flash sale. I talked oh, about it last week. Oh, that's we talked about on the last show. Yeah, okay. it looks like a Tribble, that one. Played a bit more of that. I knew what a Tribble was, by the way. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, And then I played a little more Soma, and I am still not happy that i'm playing that game because it is horrible you love it it's freaky and dark and gloomy and there's bad things that have disco did, ball heads don't want to dance with you did you see that uh on the pc there's a mod where the enemies don't attack you <laughs> yes that's what i need i also saw a very good mod for uh fallout today where the um the death claws are randy savage instead <laughs> Or Macho Man. I saw that. And yeah, the main character was... It's fabulous. Hulk yeah. Hogan. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that was good. Um, and then the main thing I played this week was I got through her story, which Bobby had put on as one of his Game of the Years. Yep. Um, it was it was very good, actually. I enjoyed it. It's not... It's not, It sounds weird, but it really doesn't feel like a game. It feels like sitting down and watching, like, the ID channel, True TV. Yeah. Like, you know, like, a, it was like a real-life crime thing. That was kind of my, like, the whole thing about the the awards, right, is that everybody yeah. was being positive right. on the games that they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Things that I maybe have problems with about the games we were talking about, I just didn't bring to the table right. as much because you don't want to squash yeah, somebody exactly. else's enthusiasm. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I really enjoyed that game kind of like as an experiment in yeah. what a different kind of game can be. Exactly, like sitting down and watching an interactive right. show. Like, 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 I never played a game like that where I entered, I listened for things and entered a bunch of keywords to see if I can solve a mystery or understand the story. Mm-hmm. And in that in that regard, I had a really good time with it. I thought it was really good. Yeah. But like, if I'm not going to sit down with somebody who hasn't seen the story yet, yeah. I don't see a reason to ever go back to it. Oh, no. I mean, I played it with um, with Jay. And the idea was that he would play it and he'd tell me if he liked it or not. 
and I might look at it. Yeah. And in the end, and I was playing The Witcher and I was sat next to her on the couch playing The Witcher and then I kept pausing it so I could listen to a bit more of what she was saying mm-hmm. within like the first 10 minutes of him playing. So it kind of suckered me in. But yeah, again, it's like, I mean, I, I've talked about this before, but I grew up watching Miss Marple on Poirot. And <laughs> like, I love my murder mysteries. So as soon as I started watching it, I was like, aha, uh-huh, oh no, see, this is what happened. And I had like a whole plot thing and... It was actually fairly good, fairly accurate. Miss Marple is like the most British sounding thing. Oh ever. yeah, Agatha Christie is like my thing. Miss Marple, <laughs> you're lovely. Absolutely, I love. Oh, I love Agatha Christie and all those mystery stuff. So I love that game. So anyway, that was my brief little, you know, so what you, I did this week. Do you feel like you understood the story? Did you get to yeah. the end? Yeah, 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 definitely. Okay. Yeah, I got it figured out. Did you check the the logs to see how many things you actually found? No, actually. Should do that. But yeah, I should do that and go back. I felt like completely satisfied with what I knew. Like, you know, I definitely, because I figured out kind of what was going on fairly early, it means that you, the words that you put in, you know, you can tailor it towards what you're right. looking to, to find out. I think I missed some kind of major element in that game magically because I felt like I understood everything that was right. going on. And then I watched, like, I read the last few bits. Yeah. And the guy that was like my driver or my host, whatever, right, he asked right. me a question he's like, so blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, sure. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. It, I mean, it definitely has an ambiguous ending. I don't think anyone that plays yeah. this game shouldn't go in thinking that there's going to be a, this is what happened, this is the end right, of the story. Right, there's no definitive There is no thing. definitive yeah, there's no definitive answer. Mm-hmm. You can get 95% there, but that no one's going to tell you, yes, this is the case. Right. You know, so it's, but it was interesting. So Very cool. Justin, you I guess like what happened. Well, no, I, uh, I kept I kept hearing people talk about it, and I knew there was a thing about this game. Um, you know, but judging the thing from you think you know is not necessarily the thing that was happening. Without giving away, basically, anything. I guess, I guessed what the, what one of the big big things that you figure out eventually is. No, I, no, I thought, one of the things you think you know. I, w- I went on <laughs> and I looked up. I looked up the entire plot of the game and was like, oh, I was cool. All right, but cool. That, I was right. But that that you looked up is ambiguous in itself. There are other theories out there. Other oh, than, sure, yeah. sure. But yeah. like, I kind of picked up on it. Reason, yeah. It's good though. I wanted I like to know that. what the story was. Yeah. See, he didn't play it. He's like, oh, I just looked up the story. <laughs> so that's not the point. The point is to read through the story and listen to her. My backlog's big enough. And her performance is very good. It's very good. It was good. Yeah. So that was my ones. Steve, you have a ton of stuff. I so do. why don't you tell us about some of the stuff you've been playing since you've been away? Um, okay, so uh, of course, end of the year podcasts are abound on the internet and a lot of us listen to the Giant Bomb podcasts, which not only are they ridiculously entertaining, they talk, even though I listen to the show all year round, I manage to miss or forget about games that they've spoken about and they just, in their deliberations, they bring up a ton of stuff. Yeah, that was a that was a lot of stuff to listen to last week. Yeah, I didn't. I have st- I'm still not done. I'm maybe an hour into day four, so I still oh. I still have a while to go. You got a ways to go. Yeah, yeah. They were like four hours a piece. Yeah, I was so excited. I was like, yes. Yeah, me too. It's like over 15 hours. Of it was actually closer podcasting. to 20. What? It was, clo- it was close to 20. Well, I've been. I it, it's funny. I was reading out the time signatures to Bronwyn. She's like, I could never listen to something for that long. And I was uh, giddy. I'm like, I'm so excited to hear all these. That's 20 hours I could actually be playing games. I do that I while can, listening yeah, to I it. Yeah, I can listen to it and play games. Oh, no, not yeah. the games I play. I can't do that. I you have to hear pay, The Witcher. You don't even pay attention to the story in all games. <laughs> so yeah, your but argument I want to hear goes, the beasties coming. <sighs> See? So, 
Don't call them beasties. They're bad beasties. I like beasties. Beasties is good, right? It makes them sound a little less scary. <laughs> um. So uh, I think it was Vinny that brought this game to the table. They were talking about that. Um, it's an adventure game called Tormentum. Yes. Um, Tormentum is your like a. You wake up. You're in a dungeon. You've lost your soul, and you want it back. So oh, you that's have cool. to traverse this kind of dungeon castle land ruled by a queen of blah 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 anyway um the they were talking about it in in the way of that it's presented and its style and its artwork and everything like that uh everything in the game looks like it came off of like a day aside uh heavy metal album cover like blimps made of people stretched <laughs> over to make the balloon and like all their right. arms linking together to hold it, right? You know, and skulls and like HR Giger type of stuff, right? And I don't um, think I'd enjoy that. That's I think you like it, like you like the room, right? Yes, or room or whatever. Yeah. So it's like that in that you're you know you're traversing this thing and you're solving these relatively. I wouldn't say they're simple puzzles, mm-hmm. but it didn't take me very long. Right, to, they're not designed to, to hold you up. Right. right? So, like, you like to play games with Jay. Mm-hmm. I played this with Bronwyn where we sat on the couch and we just, did, we solved everything together, clicked yeah. around. Um, I don't necessarily like to play games with Jay. It's just sometimes he won't go away. <laughs> so, I have to. Sorry, that's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> True love. True love. Absolutely. So, um, so we made it about halfway through the game uh, before we, we had moved on to something else. I'm definitely mm-hmm. going to finish it. Okay. Um, really enjoy it. It's, it's creepy. It's cool. And it's a nice, like, it's a nice puzzler where you don't, you're not, yeah. you know, Is grinding any... the gears of your brain together okay. to solve the stuff. Is there any combat? No. Oh, good. No, it's, right. it's, so it's strictly exploration and puzzle solving. Okay, cool. Um, all 2D, you mm-hmm. know, not stilled images. There are animations. Um, there's some really ridiculous character voice work and stuff like that. You like, you know, you have to, poison the meat with you know the spider's leg and and then feed it to the thing in the pit so that you can go and get the key to let the guy out of the cage like that kind of crap right okay um lots and lots of fun though so uh i sat down after we did our gaming stuff and i've been talking to bronwyn about until dawn for months now and she's been dying to see it so i said you know this vacation let's play it mm-hmm. we sat down i had the controller she made all of the decisions. Right. I didn't decide on anything. It was everything that she wanted to do. Some sometimes she made the same choice as me by previous game. Sometimes, way not. Yeah. And I'm like sitting there, real nervous. Like, you sure now? But you were in charge of like the button prompts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you you sure you want to do this? You want to get yeah. on his case about this? And she's like, yeah. And like she's going like really right. deep into right. you know the psychology of Did these characters. Did she get angry at you when you screwed up the quick time bits? I didn't screw up. I'm no, getting, I'm, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. She made all of the decisions. Right. The last time that I played, two people died. Josh died and Jessica died. Mm-hmm. Nobody died. This Sweet. playthrough. No one died. Um, you saved everybody? Yep. Well, she has a smart cookie. She knows the right She's a smart cookie, but we, in one case, we had actually found something on the ground that if you, I didn't see it the first time, like, there's a part where you're in the water. You go a different way, and there's another ledge to get up yes. on, and you find a book. Um, I found the book, and that changed an entire a character's mm-hmm. fate entirely. But it's the same. It's the same like animation for when they died the last time. So all of a sudden, it kicks in, and I'm watching. I'm like, "Fuck!" Like in my head, right. I'm like, "He's gonna die again," and right. that's it. And you know, damn it. And then something completely different oh, happened, and I'm okay. sitting on the couch like with my jaw dropped, going, "Oh my god." Because that was my first loss. It yeah. was that exact scene. Like, they lived. 
Yeah. They lived. Oh my, like, yeah. They lived. Like, and I was, I was so nervous about what we were going to do from that point out. I'm like, right. okay, everyone's still alive. We're doing good. But anyway, um, we ended up finishing the game uh, with everyone alive, like seven trophies in a row Sweet. popped, like all <laughs> silvers and golds and stuff right. like that. And um, I got to see like the true ending and even right. uh, the like the epilogue after the epilogue that if they wanted kind of sets up a uh, another game, a okay. sequel. That's great. Which I think they should totally do. Oh, yeah. Um, I know they're doing that VR thing, but I don't think that's going to be anything to really write home about. Um, I would rather another fully fledged yeah, game absolutely. like the one that they yeah. just released. Um, so I, st- I still I still love it. It's still the most fun that I've had mm-hmm. sitting down playing a game this year. It's just so ridiculously engaging and funny and fun and yes. just hating on some of the characters, yelling at them when they're when they're talking because you just oh I, I spent know. a lot of my time like wow what a bitch yeah oh, Emily, oh, Emily's such the a worst jerk. Emily's the worst. <laughs> Ron was like, I don't care if she lives. Exactly. That's what Jay was like over my shoulder. He was like, oh, you can just kill her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I played a little bit of Just Cause 3 with her brother uh, mm-hmm. in our downtime. That's when I kind of realized that, like, I just, I'm not very good at that game yet. Right. But I like I like it enough to keep going with it. And uh, cool. the destruction bits are a lot of fun. That that's wingsuit is just awesome. It's so much fun just to leap off of somewhere. And even if it's just coasting down to whatever fort you're trying mm-hmm. to you know settlement you're trying to destroy that i think that's like my my f- most fun i've had with that game so far is right. just being in the air and flying around cool. um i got lego dimensions okay. for christmas and so i got the main game i got the doctor who set and the portal set the portal set is awesome but only if you want to enjoy it in a bite-sized capacity because what happened was I popped it in. I, I built everything. By the way, building Legos is still fun at 34 years <laughs> old. And uh, seeing the, the the thing that you built scanned and, and integrated into the game, there's something really satisfying about that, a little bit more so than like the Amiibos or, or the, the Disney Infinity stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that stuff that exists. You actually had to go through, you know, the process of building this thing. Right. Right, and you can modify it, some of them, in three different ways. Do they give you ways. free reign about what you can build? Um, no, they don't. Um, but, I mean, it's it's just Not the yet. disc, right? Like, you could build no. anything you want. Right. But um, they have modifiers. Like, I have the Batmobile, and the Batmobile can be three different things. You can build it three different ways. Right. And um, so I've got I got the Unikitty set and a couple of other things. Um, I, I both, I, I like the game a lot. But it's still suffering from a couple of issues that I think that the Lego games have kind of the open world Lego games might bite off a little bit more than they can chew. Like I, I went through the the Wizard of Oz thing. That's like the first level that you go into. And it was a lot of fun and it was really cool. And you're you know going down the yellow brick road and you're fighting the, the angry trees and all of this stuff. And then I got to, I guess, the Shire with Gandalf and all of that stuff. And I'm at a point where even though there's a mini map, I have no idea where to go. Right. It's right. so big. And there's yeah. a lot of stuff that's... So it's big, but the map design isn't fantastic. It's just... I mean, there's there's markers and there's stuff like blipping and you go here and stuff like that. But there's so many paths and there's so much to explore and so much of that stuff. Like if you go off to the side and you, you walk all the way around the mountain because you saw something in the distance and you want to know what it is... And then once you get there and you've died a bunch of times and you've lost a bunch of your little Lego bits and stuff mm-hmm. like that, 
you come to find out that it's like vines that only the douche from uh, Jurassic World <laughs> right. can uh, right. can unlock because you know, and it's something locked behind con- uh, paid content. Yeah, that's where the game starts to get right. a little frustrating. Yeah, they do have a. Um, I thought it was that. You could do, like, in the Lego games, it's like, uh, yeah, you might need the guy from Jurassic World, but you don't need just him. Like, he has an ability that somebody else can do. Possibly. I mean, right now, all I have available to me is Batman, Wildstyle, and Gandalf. Yeah, so, like, that's the thing with Lego games is, like, uh, like the Lego Marvel ones. Like, sometimes it would show you, like, you need, um, I'm trying to think of, like, you need the Hulk. But you could also use the thing, or you yeah. could also use Abomination or Red Hulk, or like you could, you need a strong character. Yeah. So maybe it's I'm guessing it's Chris Pratt's character has like an ability that one of the other characters, maybe not maybe not one of the three that you have, but like yeah, I don't think you need to buy that specific playset. Well, probably probably not. Like I said, I'm like I'm only in the second. World. But it wouldn't make sense that you would like it would they would lock that stuff out to you. They give you an option. I was actually just getting to this. Um, they give you an option where you can hire a hero, and you can you can invite the person uh, okay. that you know can do that thing into the game, but it costs fifty thousand Lego bits to bring them in, and you only get them for thirty and that's seconds. That's a lot in game. It's in game in game currency. The th- little things that yeah, you pick up, but that's a lot. Yeah, you buy game. them for fifty grand. You get them. You get that character for thirty seconds. So whatever that 30 seconds is, you better know how to solve that puzzle and what to do. Because if you go over that 30 seconds, they disappear and you're now left with having to pay another 50 grand to finish off whatever it is that you were doing. Right. Um, I, I, I need more time with it. I'm really enjoying it in terms of like presentation and humor. The For me, the, the Lego games were kind of starting to lose their punch yeah. a little bit. Um, particularly after they started to make the characters actually speak, because for a while they just gestured, and for some reason that really worked for Lego. Um, and then you get into this thing where now they have to write for these characters, and whoever's writing that particular game, like the dialogue just isn't that funny or that great or whatever. Um, this one is super funny. Um, particularly Gandalf has got some really amazing things uh, that he says, just like arbitrarily walking around in the world. Uh, the portal set's really good. My only beef with it is that it's too short. It's too okay. short and it has a really lame boss battle at the end. But the Aperture Sciences building itself is gigantic. And there's a ton of other things to solve and to do after you've finished. They have like about six or seven new testing rooms. That portion of that DLC or whatever the hell you want to call it, that yeah. level was fantastic. It felt like I was playing a new portal game. That's great. During that yeah. time. Yeah. It was when that ended that I was like, well, that was, that was like really sweet, but just a little bit too short. I don't mind okay. short and sweet, yeah, but it was yeah. a little too short. Yeah. You know, like you bathed me in for 30 bucks. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and um, I mean, really cool and stuff like that. The Doctor Who stuff is awesome. <laughs> it is. It's so good. The uh, You're in London 2015 and you have to take the TARDIS and, and, go back and change history there's like nine to 12 different locations like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm wondering if that is bigger than the one that i played right um because i just haven't gotten to it yet but as far as again like the presentation even the opening sequence it's the doctor who thing recreated in lego and it's all like the gears turning and the legos building themselves and oh, all the different doctors fantastic. running around right and all of the villains are in there the daleks it's a it's a dalek story okay for, for the level and like 
it started and I'm walking around and it's all the official voices. So it's, it's Peter Capaldi and the Daleks and everything. It's all yeah. super official. And the first thing is I go up to a storefront and all of a sudden the mannequins inside the storefront come to life and they Ew. smash through the windows and they're I, coming out yeah. onto the street. That was like the very first episode with Chris Eccleston. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I, I want to play it in front of my girlfriend because she's a doctor who nut. So I haven't gone into that yet, but, um, so far, I mean, my experience with it has been has been mixed, but mostly on the positive side. Good. Okay. Um, lots of fun with that. Well, I'm sure you got some more to come, right? You can tell us a little bit more. In the oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to yeah. go on that. Um, super quick, because I know we want to do some other stuff. Um, I've been playing Magic the Gathering Puzzle Quest on my phone. <laughs> okay. It's great. Uh, if you've ever Pause played. Yeah, if you've ever played any of the Puzzle Quest games, um, they've been coming out for years. This is by far the best one. Cool. Uh, it's a you know a match game, but it incorporates Magic: The Gathering. So you're earning beasts, you're opening card packs that you can actually earn in game. You don't have to pay for anything mm-hmm. if you don't want to. And um, they give you a ton of different. They're called planeswalkers, which is like you know certain pieces are associated with certain powers. So the green or the purple or the red or the blue. And um, I've been building up uh nissa which is a an animist and and she uses the green gems and stuff like that you can go against people online or there's an extremely extensive story mode that is hard as shit (laughs) and um it's super satisfying when you win a match even if the match is easy it's still like a fist pumping moment at the end and um particularly when you're playing uh, the low times are almost non-existent they link you up immediately with another player and the, the PVP on it is great because there's another person on the other end of that. Right. And you're doing what you do. And when you when you sweep a match or you get through by the skin of your teeth, it's awesome. Like one of the reasons I've never actually played Magic the Gathering the card game is because I can't organize all of the rules and all of the texts on all of these cards when the game does it for me. Yeah, it takes that out of the equation. Right. And I just yeah. have to like after the repetition of using those cards, I now know what they do and I can plan better, but I don't have to do all the math. Right. You know, I don't have to do all of that stuff. So that's really cool. Well, anytime you don't have to do math, I am all for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another game, thanks to the Giant Bombcast, is Lara Croft Go. Uh, I got it for like $1.99 the other night, and it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Playing it on is, iOS? Uh, I'm playing it on my phone. Cool. Yep. On my, uh, my I have phone. to get that. It's awesome. It is just puzzles and traversal and and not so much action but it's very old school in its kind of attitude towards tomb raider where it feels kind of like a tomb raider one or two right as opposed to the newer stuff yeah and it's absolutely gorgeous especially on my phone like i'm kind of blown away by how good it looks and uh it's the puzzles get super interesting just right off in like the second part of the of the game like this the second stage they already start to get a little complicated and you really kind of need to strategize and plan your stuff. And there's a bunch of like, um, like level hazards that you don't know until you run into them. Like there's no right. way of knowing until it yeah. actually happens. And to then you. you just have to account for it next time. Right. And yeah. like there's enemies all over the place. So you have to approach them from certain angles. Cause if you don't, they'll see you and they'll strike out at you or they'll, they'll shoot you. Okay. And there's a specific way to do each one. Yeah. Um, Cool. And there's something lurking in the background that I haven't seen fully yet that every time I enter a new level scares the crap out of me in a new way. <laughs> uh, Tomb Raider fans will love it. Puzzle fans will like it. It's I think it's it's $2 on the phone and it's $5 on an iPad. 
it's okay. totally worth every penny. Brilliant. Yeah. I'm, I'll definitely check into that one. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, cool. I have one more game. One more? No, two. Two. <gasps> Go on. Two and a half years ago, yeah. I contributed to the Amplitude <laughs> Kickstarter. Kickstarter. And okay. it finally came out and yesterday. Was it worth your money? The yeah, as far as the game for a twenty dollar game, yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. it's really good. Um, the the music that I've heard so far, I've heard about seven of the tracks. I believe there's fifteen, maybe okay. more. Um, only one of them I didn't care for, but I mean that's subjective, right? Like whatever, whatever yeah. you like, you like. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, like within seconds, like my head's bobbing, my foot's tapping, and I'm like, you know, moving along to the beat and and doing everything. Uh, I'm not very good at the game yet. I've never played an amplitude game. Yeah. So, but it makes you want to get better. Yeah. Like you gotta you you travel down these tracks and you you use either the buttons or the triggers. I use the buttons. I can't do the triggers. Uh, to kind of knock off these nodes and it gives you like synth, drums, guitar, vocals, whatever, and you move along the tracks. The problem that I'm having is switching over to the other tracks without losing my multiplier. Mm-hmm. I'm forever screwing that up. <laughs> sometimes I'll get it, and then and then sometimes practice uh, makes perfect, right? But like my my main beef with it is like I don't know how I'm screwing it up. The tutorial oh, okay. is literally two screens long, Oof. and then they just they just let you go, right? Right. And I've tried like a couple of different ways to get it to quite stick. figure out which way. Yeah, yeah, and like I'm like I know that I hit the button. Mm-hmm. I know that I hit it. And it didn't register, and I just can't. And now I'm running into this thing where there are walls, and if you don't have a multiplier going, you'll crash and you'll right. take you'll take damage and stuff Google like it. that. I've looked up video. The game <laughs> just came out yesterday, so nobody's really oh, okay. like posted really any much kind of there. things yet. Yeah. Um, but presentation's great, music's great, um, graphics okay. are fantastic. Cool. And uh, yeah, I mean it's a lot of fun. It's nice to finally have it. Yeah. <laughs> Been a long time. My biggest problem with, with that whole process wasn't the waiting. It was the lack of communication yeah. from the harmonics So you team. didn't really know if it was even still being worked there, on. Well, no, it was it was supposed to come out last year, and yeah. then it got delayed. There, there are updates. I don't, I don't mind if it's delayed because they're working on it to try and make it better, but the, the communication in terms of letting everybody know where they were at in the process of making it was very poor. Right. Their, their support team and response team, when you asked questions, was very quick. But they were never quick to to really update, and sometimes months would go by. Were very forthcoming with the information, right? Like yeah. I got nothing between my last interaction with them, which was back in Nova. When was it? August right. of last year, and then I just like they didn't even tell me the game was done. It just yeah. showed up in my in my PSN cart. So whatever. Okay. Um, really cool. And the last thing I have uh, for tonight. Is I also got for Christmas Yokai Watch for the 3DS, or AKA the Pokemon Killer. Okay. This is my game. <laughs> this is my new game. That's your jam. Yep. I have. Uh, I don't even know, however many hours of flight time uh, next Tuesday to go to Vancouver, and I will be yokaiing it up like a mofo. This game's awesome. It is just in in what I've gotten so far. Are you taking selfies? Yeah. You gonna open your shirt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I I deserve that one. <laughs> so kind of. <laughs> instead of collecting pocket monsters, you're collecting spirits, and you're collecting like malevolent emotions and things around your town. Like really? when you see people arguing, like when your parents are fighting, 
when somebody's like bold faced lying to another person, it is these yokai that are spirits that actually live within the town that you can't see unless you have a, a particular lens. Okay. And they haunt the citizens of this city that you're in and they cause chaos. Like bad emotions. Right. And what you do is you go around and you kind of you you battle them and you befriend them and you're trying to create this like harmony. There's also some like shady dude that's trying to unlock the seals that exist within the city. And if he can align the seals, bad crap will happen. <laughs> that's pretty weird. And um, but one of the the biggest highlights not only are the like is it nice to I, I love Pokemon. I've played almost all of them. It's nice to have a fresh set of things to collect in terms of design and in terms of um i would say personality but like i love the fact that they're all spirits Mm -hmm. they're all you know little uh monsters that represent like there's one called telltale that kind of looks like yubaba from spirited away and she forces people to tell the truth whether she wants to or not okay and she's bopping around from person to person making people argue and you know breaking things up and stuff like that and um Sounds interesting the writing's really good yeah. the writing is really good and it's really funny and it's very sarcastic about itself and um possibly one of the best aspects of it and it was funny that i was actually thinking about this before i saw the article on kotaku but they framed it better than i could it's nice to be a character like you're a kid right that is just a normal kid Right. Like you're not no the superpowers. One. Yeah, you're not yeah. the one. You're right. not like the pokey master. You're right. just a kid that you went looking for bugs for your bug collection. You found a yokai instead, and this person, this this spirit, decided that it wanted to hang out with you, and like inadvertently makes you a part of right. this adventure, and like anyone could be one of these people. Yeah, you know, any kid can can do what she's what my character is doing. You can be a boy or a girl. Right. And, All right. uh, well, uh, after what you said, seven hours of travel. Yeah, we'll see. You gotta, yeah, you have to give us an update on the game. Somebody told me five, but I think they're lying. <laughs> they're not considering that I'm coming from New York. <laughs> All right. So I think that wraps up our what we've been playing and catching up. We're going to talk a little about our moments of the year. Excited? Justin looks like he's falling asleep over there. Sorry. I'm excited. <laughs> I got a bunch of cool stuff written down. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited to talk about top 10 lists and stuff like that and a couple yeah. of cool moments that we've had. Do yeah. we want to do our top 10 first? We'll just yeah, go. Yeah, sure. Like, Let's knock out our top 10. We'll go around. 10 to 1? Yep. And then I will give out the results of the listeners poll. Okay. As a little, uh, well, let's say a little, I told you so, for one of us around this table. You just gave it away. Mm-mm. Didn't say who, did I? I mean, it's fairly obvious. but <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> All right. Number 10 games. Who wants to go first? Okay. Ready? Yep. 10 to 1. Number 10, Limbo. Loved that game. Number 9, Bloodborne. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. What? She's allowed to use uh, games that didn't no, come no, out. No, 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 yeah. no. We're, we're going we're gonna to do, oh, right. do round robin. All right, go on. Number 10, Limbo. Uh, all right. My, <laughs> my number 10 is Everyone's Gone to the Rapture. Okay. Mighty's Nuclear Throne. Okay. All right. 9, Bloodborne. No, no comments about not finishing it. 9 is Bloodborne for me, too. Oh, okay. Bloodborne. Oh, wow. That was kind of cool. Uh, number eight, Mortal Kombat. Uh, my number eight is Ori in the Blind Forest. Nice. MGS5. Okay. Uh, seven, Mario Maker. Super Mario Maker. Yeah, all right. Seven? <laughs> yeah, seven. All right. My number seven game is Splatoon. Okay. Everybody's on to the rapture. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six, Arkham Knight. <laughs> number six, The Witcher, Wild Hunt. <gasps> oh, shocking. Uh, Soma. Oh, okay. Number five, Shovel Knight. 
I like The Witcher a lot. <laughs> I do. Uh, I just like these other games better. My What are we on? Number five. My number five game is Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh-huh. Arkham Knight. Okay. I keep thinking there's somebody else <laughs> in the room with us. That's kind of weird. Uh, number four, Bastion. Uh, my number four game is Life is Strange. Battlefront. Okay. Oh. My number three is Rise of the Tomb Raider. Aww. Uh My number three is Metal Gear Solid Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fallout 4. Number two, Until Dawn. My number two game is Super Mario Maker. Nice. Mike is also Super Mario Maker. Really? Mm-hmm. Your number two is mm-hmm. Super Mario Maker? After well, last time? Yeah. All the arguments that was and the, the best. bitching and the crying. And yeah, the- well, that was like uh, with, <laughs> with what was left was my number one game. All right, fine. My number one game, fairly obviously, is The Witcher. My number one game is Until Dawn. And mine is Dying Light. Really? I flip. I, I like. I, one? I kept flip flopping between Mario Maker and Dying Light. Wow, I'm so. You really liked that. it that much. I yeah. loved that game. I'm thinking about buying it again just so I could play the expansion. All right. Very surprised. I really enjoyed yeah. that I'm game not, for some reason. I'm not shocked. I'm just. I'm shocked by the placement. I'm shocked by the number one. Not you know, I, I, I put. Yes. I put more time into that game than I have Fallout, even though I love Fallout a ton. Um, but I, more than Mario Maker. Yeah, I. I, I think just. I don't know, you could flip-flop them either way. It, it could be Mario Maker 1, Dying Light 2. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really liked Dying Light, and I keep thinking about it, and I love everything about Mario Maker. I love playing it. I love watching it. Um, but my like my like I think my favorite personal game was Dying Light and Mario Maker right, right behind it. I don't know. I can go either way on them. It doesn't matter. Cool. All right. Well, uh, when we did the Game of the Year stuff, we also, on TalkingComicBooks.com, put out a poll for our listeners to uh, chime in and vote on what was their favorite game of the year. Everything got a little bit of love, but our top three, with almost 14% of the vote, was Metal Gear Solid Five. So, Steve, I was surprised how much you loved that game. Really? Yeah, just I, I hadn't heard you talk about it that much until the game of the year stuff. Bobby talked about it a lot. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> our number two game with 20% of the vote was Fallout 4. People really enjoyed that game. Still enjoying that game. <laughs> Do you know what the number one is, though? With 33% of the vote? I'm sure it's The Witcher. It is The Witcher. Mm. It is indeed The Witcher, which coincides with my number one. <laughs> so Obviously, I am way more in touch with our listeners than either of you two. Thank you very much. Also, you all <laughs> voted for Until Dawn as yeah. game of as game of the year. I and where's Until, where's, where's Until Dawn on that list? Um, it got like 2% of the vote. Mm, that's what I thought. <laughs> anyway... Very pleased to have feedback from the listeners. Diversity. It was good to hear. Yeah, it was good to hear, you know, <laughs> everybody else, what they really enjoyed. Um, the other thing we're doing, which I'm going to give you two a little time to think about because I've sprung this on you at the last minute. Today is the day that we're going to announce the inaugural Rayman Game of the Year oh, 2015. <laughs> so this game is going to be the game that was awesome this year that didn't actually come out this year. All right, so I'm going to give you a little time to think about that. And we're going to come back to that in about 10 minutes. Oh, All right? No. <laughs> I have I have a nomination that it's going to win unless you two can come up with anything better. We're I not was... doing personal ones? We're doing one for the group? No, we can do personal ones. I think personal ones would be but easier. But we have to agree re- on something. Because there is only one inaugural Rayman game of the year, 2015. I'm realizing just now that the one thing I didn't do before I came over here was go back in the post to see what I've played that did not come out this year. <laughs> oh, I see. I have no idea. <laughs> I really... We'll I come back to it. All we'll right. come back to it. All right. So now we're going to talk about some of our favorite moments of the year. Uh, who would like to go first? Justin, you got a good one for me? Uh, 
Yes. My moment of like my video game moment of the year, I can't tell you. Well, just give me something to talk about. Give me a favorite sp- moment of the year. It is from Soma, and I can't spoil it yet. Mm, okay. Uh, right. But like uh, I, 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 another moment that I had that I really liked was like uh, beating uh, beating that bastard up on the roof in uh, in Bloodborne. Bloodborne. <laughs> that that side mission that didn't have anything to do with the main storyline of the game. Right. The guy with the helicopter gun. In blood? No, 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 no. In in blood. That's exactly in, what I said last time. I was like, "Oh, that guy." And he was like, "No, not that guy." So Just in wait. in Bloodborne, there was a boss where you could uh, you had to do like a a couple of things to get to this part. Um, you had to do some side stuff, and eventually, over where you fight the witches, uh, if you have do, if you do all this stuff correctly, a carriage will pull up and it will take you to. Ah, uh, yes. The, I forget the name of the castle, and right. the castle part was different. It had like a whole bunch of like actual ghosts that would chase you down. Um. And gargoyles that would come to life, but at the top there was this stupid boss. <laughs> I can see him getting angry just talking about Man, it. Man, that boss like made me nearly break that disc in half. <laughs> and uh, beating him was was an all time moment. And I went, of course, I went online and was like, I, 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 how do you beat this guy? And it was right. like, congratulations, you found the hardest boss in Bloodborne. Right? Did you ring for help? No, I never. I, did I, I did own? not ring for help until the final boss of the game, and that was only because I was like, I do not feel like grinding for any more blood vials for this. Right. right. And then the final boss had two forms, and I beat the second form by myself because the other guy died immediately. <laughs> uh, so I felt good about that. Uh, okay. But yeah, I forget. That's I forget the name of that boss, but man, that guy was so hard. Right. He was because he had range attacks, and he had a devastating up close attack. So you weren't really safe anywhere. He what would did send he these. Look like he looked like a king that was like. Uh, decaying he sat yeah. on a throne yeah and he would throw swords at you yes. that would find you from anywhere and yes. also if you got too close to him he would do this sweeping move where he would take out like half your health in one hit all right now I remember um yeah that was that was good shot. Mm. wow beating him was like a, a serious moment of elation oh that's a cool one steve what you got for me uh, i got a couple here uh hell divers Every time that you had to do the extraction, when you were done completing all of your stuff and the the uh, carrier was like coming to bring you away, yeah, that's when the game would just pour the shit onto you to kill one of you so that you don't get all of your you know your completion bonuses. So every time that we were done doing something and we were waiting for that thing to come down, it was just an all out screaming, playing with two other friends, local co op. Yelling at each other, I mean, like you know, get the left, get the left, right, right, right. Just, yeah, stick together. It never got old. It never <laughs> got old. Every time that we had to extract from one of the levels in that game, it was just chaos, and and I remember that being just awesome. Yeah, um, that's a great one. Yeah, uh, I dropped a head. I mean, pff, I dropped an ammo crate on Quiet's head in uh, Metal <laughs> Gear to to take her out when you meet her and you to get up to her right you could choose to do it a couple of different ways you can shoot her until you wear her down whatever but uh i called in an ammo crate and it just popped <laughs> and came down and that's how knocked i took her, her out. out that's how i took her out too yeah nice um i got a good one two words for you unicorn sex <laughs> what other game this year featured unicorn sex huh huh no no other game but the witcher Right. And the thing that got me about this moment is most of the sex scenes in The Witcher, there's like you lead up to and there's certain dialogue prompts that if you don't answer them the right way, you know, you can be like, no, you know what? I'm just going to go home and take a nap. You can do that. This one is in the middle of a main story mission and you go from talking to all of a sudden biting someone's bra off with your teeth while mounted on a unicorn. 
And it's so bizarre, and it completely comes out of nowhere. <laughs> At what point in the game does Geralt pull out his phone and then see a picture of boobs on his phone? <laughs> Very funny. Thank God he doesn't have a phone. He'll be going around, I'm sure. <sighs> but those that unicorn sex, amazing. And actually, there's a, there's, there's a new sex scene in this one where uh, in the DLC where just to warn you don't um if she says shall we have a drink if you want it to end well say no just a little hint for people because it does doesn't... he get me dick yes <laughs> he doesn't get much after what happens with this one <laughs> but unicorn sex specifically but more in general the hysterically bizarre over the top sex scenes in the witcher one of my game moments of the year you should probably specify that it's sex on top of a unicorn that's true but unicorn sex sounds funnier <laughs> all right it's sex whilst mounted on what appears to be a stuffed unicorn you gotta lift, the, like lift the tail <laughs> grab a grab a little step stool yeah. <laughs> so that's one of my ones i got one yeah uh taking down a beast and evolve oh, was okay. huge right. uh, especially right. one that that uh, the first time we came across the wraith beasts which like none of us could ever really you know, it, it's it's a different type of, of uh, monster than the first two. This guy can go invisible and it's just very vicious. Mm-hmm. And it comes out of nowhere and it could like pour, it could just come and snatch you and take you away. And so the first time we were playing online with my group and you know we, we came across one of these things and it was like, oh my god! And we we managed we managed to take it down. Uh, it was like a huge feeling of elation. Nice. Oh, I have a, like an evolve moment that I wasn't any part of, but I heard of Johnny as the beast hiding behind a tree. Oh yeah. <laughs> That was great. So, uh, you know, we did this thing where uh, it's funny because I was listening to the Beastcast, uh, uh, Giant Bomb, excuse me, and they were talking about Evolve. And they were like, you know, the majority of people do not play games in groups. Mm-hmm. And that is the complete opposite way that I play, which, you know, if you've been listening to the show, kind of like dictates the way that I see games because I see games as like a group thing. Like, right. how, wh- wh- what can my group possibly do with this game? And, that, you know, that probably shades my opinions of games in like in a certain color. And a good good reason for that is uh, the first time we were playing Evolve, uh, my friend Johnny, who's been mentioned yeah. on the show plenty of times, yeah. uh, was the monster and did not know what to do. <laughs> and he's the first monster, The I forget what the, the beast name is, um, but he did not know where to go or how to get away from us. So at one point, you know, we, we have him trapped in a dome and we're like we're doing attacks and he like jumps right. and like kind of runs away yeah. and he's just standing there like behind this very small <laughs> tree and it's like, Johnny, I can see you. He's a very large monster. A very large monster tree. hiding behind like the <laughs> smallest of trees. And it's like, Johnny, I could see, you're hanging over the top of it. I can see you right there. What are you doing? That's amazing. That was actually really like funny. I had forgotten about that hide, moment. Right? Yeah. If I can't like, see you, you can't see me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you like to put, put a paper bag over his head and was like, I'm now invisible to the world. That was, a, that was really good. And um, I think this is going to answer your other question. But, you know... Um, Playing Destiny and, and finally getting that flawless Raider trophy. Oh yeah, and, and popping my platinum in, in Destiny was a was a huge that's thing. That's a good one. I've got um another nice one. Final Fantasy VII remake being announced. That was a big deal this year, right? Which one for who? <laughs> for me. <laughs> I'm kidding. Which which remake? The the first time they announced it, and they faked everybody no, out, or the, the second the time they actually announcement, not the you ridiculous one. I don't remember you having like very much excitement for that when we because talked about it. Because there was like a million other things going on that week. It was E3. Okay. But yeah, no, I'm very excited about that. I can't wait to play that game. So that you a know, it's one. episodic, right? Yeah, but in general, it's just like it's a big deal. It's been teased for so long. 
And that was a big deal. If what I've seen of it so far is consistent and like mm-hmm. that's the art style that they're going for, and they're really blowing it up that much, it's going to be very interesting to see how that game is received. As to whether it kind of can maintain yeah. some of that original charm. Even the combat's different, though. It's it's right. more of like the Final Fantasy 14, 15 free roaming stuff. It's no longer the turn-based. And that's that will be the disappointing thing, is that that's, people want a remake of that game, not a... Like a, a, I know how to describe it, well, but if they were gonna just if they were just gonna give people the same game, they might as well just give them like an HD treatment and just release it. Right. So uh, I'm I'm excited. I I yeah. I want to play it too. Definitely right. for sure. Right. Anyone else got any good uh, ones? I got a few. Um, that time when I was playing Rise of the Tomb Raider and I shot that dude through the mouth with an arrow. Yes. <laughs> that was it. Yes, might have been my favorite. <laughs> oh my god! Nobody else was there. There was the, the the biggest travesty was that there was nobody right, else there to, to see that. that. <laughs> just you know, what was that noise? And he comes over and he's just like you know, oh my god, she, you know, she's right. And he's just about to alert everybody and just an arrow clear <laughs> through the mouth, wide open, and then he slumps over. And I did one of those like really investigate and get in there, and it was just clear through to the other <laughs> side. It was hysterical. Nice. Um, I have uh, watching Bobby trying to beat Luke's level on Super Mario Maker during the Extra Life event. That was good. Oh, that was hysterical. Because Bobby didn't realize at first that Luke was watching. So it was like, fuck, fuck. Oh, I can't do that. And it was like effing and blinding. And Luke's just giggling. And then I texted him and said, Luke's watching you do this. And he was just pointed right at the camera and went, damn you, Luke. And Luke was so happy. I like when he sent great. him. He sent him the video of him laughing. That <laughs> yes. was my favorite part of that. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was a lot of fun. I thought the ending of Arkham Knight was fantastic. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I thought that that the ending. Um, spoilers for Arkham Knight if you still haven't beaten it. Uh, where you know you become you become the Joker and all of a sudden you're like playing like kind of playing a first it's person crazy, shooter in a, in a right? weird way. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was really really cool. Yeah really trippy and weird and it made me think of like one of my favorite parts of the first one of those games was when you went into the morgue and the scarecrow the scarecrow section that weird like platforming level where it all goes freaky and crazy and that's what that last bit reminded me of Mm. and that was my favorite part of that game did either one of you play life is strange no No, but i own it and i'm going to be playing it all right so you can't spoil it is it is it the end of episode two or three three Okay, because every time they talked about it on Giant Bomb, I was like, I lowered the volume and fast forwarded for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> two, two is two is also really incredible, but that I mean, they they went the opposite way where they chose to focus on two rather than three. But the end of three was just right. I think like the floor disappeared out from under me, and I was just like crushed. I have so, to go around to play that game as well. Fucking great, yeah, game uh, so good. Being out at night in dying light. I'm going to put Dying Light at 2 and Mario Maker back at 1. I can't decide. <laughs> but I'm going to, you know. Well, we're I, going to post these lists, so you've got to decide yeah, so, at some no, point. Yeah, so no, it's going to be Mario Maker at 1, Falling Light, uh, Dying Light at 2. But I thought that being out at night, uh, you know, they had talked about good night, good luck. And right. I was like, sure, it's going to be scary at yeah. night. But man, when the, your first time when you're out at night, it, you said you it's like see... one of the most dynamic parts of the game, right? Yeah. It, it, I mean, it was. I basically only started playing at night. Once it got stronger and I started duplicating weapons and having like overpowered things where you can right. kind of survive. It was it was much more enjoyable, but those first couple of times it was, like, it was harrowing. It was <laughs> like things right gotta, behind you. Got to get back to a base. I've got to get back to a base. Right. I've got to get back to a base. And sometimes you'd make it, sometimes you wouldn't. Especially and, with the headphones. Yeah. Oh man, that game's so Sounds good. Cool. <laughs> Steve, you got any more? Uh, they're the same game. Just uh, two mm-hmm. quick moments, and then I'm done. Uh, the final showdown in Until Dawn. The like the yes. the showdown inside the cabin. Actually, that is that's one of mine as well. Yeah. yeah. 
that that whole it's epic every yeah epic every, every everything coming to a head and you know you ha- like if even when i had Remember, everybody spoiler free. Spoiler yeah no no free. like everybody's everybody survived my playthrough right? right so that's when you have like the most on the line yes and that's when i lost ev- that's why it's my moment of the year is because i lost every character that i lost i lost during that scene oh. <laughs> see i knew ahead of time my second playthrough how to how to do mm-hmm. it and i did it the first time too but like just this was the one time that Bronwyn was like, you know, she's like, go do this, go do this. And then I'm like, no, no, let's just, you know, <laughs> let's just do this instead. This yep. way is cool too. Um, but that whole, that the, the, those whole couple of moments where everything is, is coming to an end is just so incredibly tense. And I mean, your, your heart's in your throat the whole time. Right. Uh, and then the other one is, uh, I really, really love the part where they're in the basement and all the stuff with the ghost is going on. Yeah. Because it, kind of threw the game into another arena of only briefly but it made me think that there was like even more going on in the game before yeah. there was even more going before on before you game. realize what's actually going on it, right. it kind of throws you down a different path yeah right? some yeah. of those i mean and some of those yeah. moments i thought were some of the spookiest in the game where you Definitely. turn a corner and like all you see is like a small part of her back and the, the mm-hmm. like the edges of her dress walk behind yeah. another yeah. hallway and like one of the jump scares was like one of the only jump scares that genuinely freaked me out even the second time. And um, I just I love that. I love that whole sequence. I loved the idea of a, of a haunting going on in the middle of everything else they had to deal with. Right. They now have to deal with a haunted house. Right. So yeah. I thought that was really cool. Awesome. Justin, you got any more? Uh, just like as far as like fun things I've did this year. uh Basically, everything I've ever done in Battlefront is awesome. <laughs> yep. Uh, I, I was playing with Nick the other night, and uh, we were playing one of the, like, the big team games, which we were, haven't really been playing a lot of lately. And it was Supremacy, and we were coming in, and we were getting our asses kicked. And uh, we slowly turned the tide. Mm-hmm. I got to I got to become Boba Fett and then just fly around shooting people. Um, and, like, we just slowly started coming back and taking, like, we took a base. We took a base, and, like, we were running out of time. Right. And then... Uh, we went ahead and, and, and took the lead with like no time remaining and ended up winning this match that we had no nice. business winning. <laughs> that game's really good. Cool. Anything else? Uh, anything else? Uh, Rocket League. I mean, oh yeah, Rocket that, League fell off my top ten a, when right. I played Soma. But it is a uh, a game of moments. Yeah, right? Rocket League. <laughs> the, the first night that we played Rocket League is one of the like my favorite yes. things I've done in gaming yes. in my life. It was it, the volume in the headphones was just outrageous. Yeah, it was like I had like five grown men screaming in my ear. It was which eight, has not happened since it was I was in college. Seven men screaming and Jackie saying, "You are all too loud." <laughs> Exactly. I was while very annoyed. Cr- while Mike drives around just trying to crash into you. I mean, th- that <laughs> yeah. first night of playing where we I didn't was really. I so bad at that. I did get to the point where I wasn't even trying to keep track of the ball anymore. I was just trying to take creeps out. That was it. Which that is was fine because you two kind of took out each other. <laughs> but like that first night of playing where the rules weren't really set and we couldn't, we, we didn't really know the best way to play the game. And it was just like a whole bunch of children running after the ball wherever yes. it went. Yes. And I thought that night was one of my favorite moments it was in fantastic. gaming. Fantastic. Fantastic. All right, so I think that wraps up our moments. I mean, obviously there was a ton more, but it's hard to like look back on the year and pull them all together. Um, we would love to hear from you guys. What were your favorite moments of the year? I'd love to, you know, reach out to us, tell us your favorite moments in games, your favorite moment about games, any announcements that got you excited. Um, before we wrap up, we've done a lot of looking backwards in this game, in this uh, show. We're going to quickly look forwards. For you a forgot bit. to look backwards, though. You asked no, us what our Rayman game of the year was. <gasps> Yeah, that's true. I said 10 minutes hasn't been 10 minutes. 
I still don't have one. <laughs> it's All destiny. Right. I got one. No, it's not. It's destiny. No, I it's not. you know what? No, that is oh. brilliant. That is brilliant. Destiny. Right. I, destiny yes. came out in 2014. Yeah, you know what? Bastion was going to be my vote. The However, Taken King. The Taken yes, King made it a new game. It turned me. Yes. That was the moment yes. I forgot to. The the moment that I fell in love with right. Destiny. That's another okay. moment for all 2015. All right, that's good. I think we can all be happy with a a group decision, right? So the inaugural Rayman talking games game of the year that didn't come out this year is Destiny. I'm sure everybody <laughs> that listens to the podcast is super thrilled about that. Destiny is a good game. Absolutely. That game, it's a very good yes. game now. That game yes. is awesome now. You can recommend that to people now. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Because it's the Rayman game of the year, 2015. That was a good call. <laughs> I would not have thought of that. That's a really good exactly. call. Exactly. That's a good one. All right. So we've looked backwards. We're going to look forwards. Give me a couple of the games you're really excited to hear about uh, coming out this year. And we know, obviously, very few of these games have definitive uh, release dates. And we're going to just go with games that we are, we're pretty sure are probably going to come out this year. Well, there was a the, the list that we had had some definitive dates, yeah. but you know, like yeah. things these, these things can move all over the place. Well, tell me what you because I'm sure that we're going to talk more about these games, you know, as the, as the year goes on. Tell me what you're excited about this year, Justin. What are you excited to see this year? Oh, Mass Effect Andromeda. That's my number one mm-hmm. with a bullet, and that game should be coming out in holiday time. Okay. Uh, I I'm assuming that they're going to show it off for the first time at E3, mm-hmm. and I'm, oof, I'm 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 nervously awaiting footage of that game to see what it's like okay anything else uh yeah but let's go around robin because i'm trying to pull up my i left my list at work and i'm trying to pull up the 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 actual list of things that we sent (laughs) all right steve mirror's edge catalyst yes very soon right i hope so was it march i think it was one of the earlier releases it's it's in the first it's it's before quarter it's before june it's april may something Hang I on. actually loaded... Um, I know how much you love those games. I loaded Mirror's Edge onto my Xbox One from backwards compatibility. Awesome. I haven't played it yet, but I plan on okay. doing it before cool. the other one comes out. Uh, the one on the top of my list, I think, is going to be another one, Justin's, as well, which is uh, No Man's Sky. Finally getting a yeah, release on, on that. Too. May 24th for Mirror's Edge. Yeah. And, May? Uh, May. Oh, okay. um, so, yeah, No Man's Sky, which I believe June was the last we Ju- heard. We, we, no, June 2016. Okay. In quotes, maybe. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, I also have on my list Dishonored 2. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. Um, Doom. I played a little bit of the... uh wasn't even the alpha, was it? It was the alpha. It was the alpha. So I played a little bit of that, and it was the multiplayer map. And I'm actually way more interested in that than I was before. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I was kind of on the fence about it, but I'm actually quite looking forward to seeing Doom. Um, I have Recore. I don't know what it is about that game, but oh, for some yeah. reason I'm I'm really intrigued with that game. Right? You used to remember seeing the footage. Like there wasn't any gameplay. It was just like the video of the girl like taking yeah, the core funny. out and pulling in the animal and then looking at my list and a, a lot of this stuff is I think some independent things. There's a couple mm-hmm. of AAA titles, but there's there's that one with the the bow and arrow with the giant monsters. Oh, Horizon, Horizon Zero, Zero Dawn. Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> That's on my list. That's as well. not getting out. That's not coming out this year. Yeah. No way. Probably not. Yeah. Um, I've got Batman the Telltale series. Also probably not coming out this year. Yeah, I know. Hmm. They always, they're notorious for delaying their stuff. Um, that's, that's all for my list. Thanks for going around Robin. That was real nice. Yeah. Oh my God. It takes so long going around Robin. Come on. Name your, name your no games. Patience. <laughs> no, I don't. When did uh, I say I did? For me, I'm, I'm excited about Tom Clancy's The Division. Okay. Um, I'm interested to see what that looks like. People say it's a lot like Destiny. So that'll be kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, Quantum Break coming out on Xbox One. Uh, I think that looks awesome with the exclusive? time travel stuff. Yes, that is that is an exclusive. Okay. Um, 
as is recall that's another yes. xbox exclusive obviously uncharted 4 mm-hmm. uh my second game that I'm like most jazzed about is um over is completely Overwatch. Oh, I know. I saw that on the list yep. of the games. And I was like, oh, that is Justin's. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if you can give me a game to play right now, it would be Overwatch because I'd be playing with my friends. But I'm right. I'm really excited for Mass Effect to see what they do with that single player stuff. Mm-hmm. But Overwatch looks polished and like it is ready to go right now. So I'm, I'm yep. okay. I have to wait till June That's for that. That's on your list, Tasty. Oh yeah. I'm cool. actually I'm gonna upgrade my computer just to play that game. Neat. I am super pumped for that. I love Blizzard. They're probably mm. my favorite gaming company. Right. Um, what else you got? I got um, a game called We Happy Few mm-hmm. from Compulsive Games. It's kind of a uh, Bioshocky looking game where okay. you wake up in a town with a bunch of people that all have the same face. It's like men and women, and they all follow the rules and oh, adhere like to like, wives kind of thing. Yeah, like there's like like an overlord that kind of looks over everything and he lives in a castle beyond town. Right. And oh, you're watching you, like a, a television broadcast and he's talking to the entire city. And then all of a sudden there's like a glitch in the video and he winds up talking to you and you kind of stagger back and you fall. And when you look up, like he's everywhere. Like he's on like the okay. signs for the diner and all these things. And all of a sudden, everybody that's in town that usually is just going about their business, they all turn around creepily <laughs> looking at right, you and right. start like picking up crowbars and bricks off the oh, street. That sounds cool. And it's a explore, exploration um, escape game where you have to solve the mystery and make it out of the town alive. And okay. every single person that you come into contact with is after you. Cool. It looks really neat. Yeah. Um, Hyperlight Drifter. Mm-hmm. Justin's talked about it a lot on the on the show uh, previously. It should be coming out. It's taken long enough. The game looks awesome. Yeah, the game looks really awesome. Uh, Unravel from EA. That's I was next I month. was just looking it up. Is I'm it really? So February. excited about oh, that game! Wow. Yeah, I can't wait for that awesome. game. Awesome. Uh, Cuphead. Is Cuphead really was high on, on my list. list. Yeah. Uh, for the Xbox One, Firewatch. I'm really uh, keen to check out. That's, uh, is that next month as well, or it's uh, by Campo Santo? Yeah. No, it, it, it's got an early release date. It's okay. not this month. It's next month. Cool. Mm. Um, Battleborn, I think, will be cool. Yeah, I, I need to see more of Battle. Like, I've played it. Mm-hmm. I played it and I liked it, but I need I need to see them do some balancing stuff and yeah. uh, stop trying to shove esports down my throat. I'm way more psyched about Overwatch than I am about Battleborn, but oh. I'm definitely mm-hmm. curious to check it out. Yeah, Battleborn. When I played it, it was fun. I liked it. I was in that like closed technical tests or whatever so that's over mm-hmm. but i mean I, I enjoyed my time with it and it was when i was at psx there was a huge like battleborn had the longest line right yeah um but yeah to me overwatch just looks more polished and and like more fun and uh, my most anticipated game is the last guardian from project oh, of course it is. <laughs> i've been waiting long but enough as i was reading that list like i said i saw overwatch and i was like oh that's justin also, and then i got a little further down saw the last guardian and was like oh, that's steve and when i read the list i saw the legend of zelda Wii U, yes. which you just did it's, not mention at all. I know, because for some reason, they like disappeared off the end of my list. Unravel and Zelda. Sure. But again, we'll see if Zelda comes out. It's coming out. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. So I'm excited about that. You see the Oculus Rift, 600 bucks. Yep. Yeah. That's really not surprising, though. Yeah. Not something I'm I need about $900 in equipment just to run that damn thing. Yeah, it's crazy. like You get like a high-end monitor? That's going to run you five, six, seven hundred dollars for like a high end monitor. So that's like not super surprising that this thing that you strap to your face is going to cost that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, there's a lot of stuff coming it's out. It's different because it's a peripheral. Yeah. But it's like a very, very, very high end one. It, it, yeah. it replaces your computer monitor. Right. Well, there's so like, lot- I'm not surprised that it's expensive. Yeah. There's a lot to be excited about next year. I'm getting excited about new games. 
I think I'm going to wrap it up now. But first of all, I'm going to pass it over to Justin, who has a little personal message um, about one of the guys on our team that he'd like to say. Justin? Yes. Uh, so, uh, if obviously, Bobby hasn't been here. He's not here this week. He hasn't been Bobby you know, what, North. Uh, Bobby North was not here last week. He's not here this week. You know, we mentioned that he was going uh, through like a, a little bit of a hard time. Uh, his uh, his mother-in-law, who lived with him and uh, his new wife, uh, unfortunately passed in a very sudden way. And, um, you know, that's a, that's a terrible thing to have to deal with. Um, and those who have gone through that know that sometimes the cost of those things can get very high very fast. And uh, unfortunately, situations uh, led to um, basically a, a whole lot of bad stuff has, has, has been falling their way financially. And uh, it's a lot for two people to have to deal with. Uh, so there's a GoFundMe set up uh, for Melissa and for Bob uh, to try and just, like, help them with some of the cost of things that have been going on. And, uh, you know, if you can – we tweeted this out today, but if you can find it within yourself to help a member of our family, we'd greatly appreciate it. Do not have to. But we just wanted to put it out there so yeah, that way – just you wants know. to share it, and, and we're thinking about Bob and Melissa. Yeah, we can uh, we can put a link in the post. Yeah, we'll put a, put a link mm-hmm. in the post for it. Um, it's also on our Twitter. We'll, we'll retweet it. Um, but if you can find it uh, within yourself to, to send any amount of anything to them, uh, you know, it would be a great help to them and also to us. We okay. should uh, pin it. Yes, we will. Yes. All right. Thank you for that, Justin. Um, so I'm going to wrap it up for the week. going to do a little housekeeping first. So, we are the Talking Games Podcast. Um, you can find us on TalkingComicBooks.com, where you can also find a plethora of other webs- uh, of podcasts and content. Uh, we're really starting to boost the amount of content that we're putting on the site right now, uh, especially about games. So, please do go check it out. Um, if you want to reach out to us, please do. We are on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash TalkingGamesPC.com. You can reach us long form at email, which is our talking games PC at gmail.com. So I had all this sorted and then my laptop battery died. <laughs> I had it all written out in front of me. Um, and please do contact us on Twitter. We are at talking underscore games. My personal Twitter is at Jackie Turner, J-A-C-Q-U-I. Steve? Mine is at dead underscore anchorus. Justin? I am at Jorok, J-O-R-O-A-K. Uh, Bobby Shortle is at Bobby Shortle. Bobby North is at Mel Festo. I think that's it, right? That's it. Um, so please do reach out. And the other thing is, please do leave us reviews on iTunes because it really helps us to um, get the word out there. It helps people to find the podcast. Um, so please do, if you feel like it, just write us a short review, preferably a positive one. Um, and just let people know if you enjoy the show. So this is it for the week. We will game a little bit more and we will be back next week to talk to you. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>